Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. Text directly to your phone from the hosts of Five on the Floor. Bypass Twitter, X, and everything else. $3.05 per month. You get special Q&As, insider uh, information, contest. Long posts, lots of stuff. Go to winnow with two ends, winnow.app backslash off the floor. Also, check out prize picks. I mentioned that already. Use the code 5FIVE. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, use the code 5FIVE. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Is the official fantasy sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Fastest growing app around. You can play every sport there, including NBA, MLS, MLB, NHL, and, of course, the NFL. Go to prizepicks.com, the Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store. Download PrizePix. Use that code, F-I-V. And now, today's episode. Down to this game. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Check the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's probably have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. We know that you want us to talk Dame, and there's reports out there. Uh, Brian Windhorst saying that essentially the Blazers are expecting the Heat to, I don't know, every nook and cranny to, to find every possible angle to throw the kitchen sink at the Blazers. I can just tell you that the Heat are not in position to do that, and they're not going to do that. Um, I'm not questioning Brian's reporting. Brian, unlike Woj, does have uh, connections with the Heat organization, but I, to me, it's still posturing. I, I, as far as I know on the Heat side, they are not inclined, and I've said this before, and this is a direct quote that you guys can all use. Uh, we are not going to give – we are not going to – I was going to be a direct quote. I guess I should have remembered it before I started. But essentially it was, <laughs> we're not going to gut the roster 
for a 33-year-old guard even as much as we like him. So that's just not going to happen, and they don't feel like they're in position that they need to do that because there's no competition for Dame services right now. There hasn't been, and in our belief, and I think in their belief, there's not really going to be. They don't see where it's going to come from. So we've addressed that plenty. So today's floor plan, we're going to get into a guy who we know is going to be on the roster. Uh, we, we did a little bit on him when he signed with the Miami Heat. Of course, a lot of you are familiar with him already. Drafted 40th overall all the way back in 2015. Came in and played a role on a 15-16 team along with Justice Winslow off the bench. Uh, emerged as a guy who was a core player for the Heat. In fact, at times, he was the number one option, even though he's miscast in that role. Bounced around, I guess, to four other teams uh, after leaving Miami and is now back in Miami because Eric Spolstra had a long conversation with him and convinced him to take the minimum to come home. And he does consider it home here. And that's Josh Richardson. So I've got Brady Hawk. We're going to talk uh, with him at Brady Hawk 305. That's where you can follow him. And Alex Lito, you can follow at Tropical Blanket. And, and I'll just start here, guys. Um, everybody I've talked to in the Heat organization has projected him as a starter. And I don't know that that's necessarily the way it's going to go, but it seems like with Dame or without Dame, it's a little bit more complicated if, say, you had Dame and still had Tyler Hero, and then that's a conversation that needs to be had about whether Josh starts and Tyler accepts a bench role and maybe plays 32 to 34 minutes off the bench and and they stagger and all that. But whether you have Dame, if you have Dame or Hero, but not the other, it's pretty clear Josh is going to start at the two. Um, so let's go there. Are you guys comfortable with that before we get into what kind of a player he is Brady definitely I, I think he's somebody especially in an instant let's just say Tyler or Dame it's a guy that doesn't demand the ball even though they forced him to have the ball when he was here last in Miami and I think that's what everybody remembers most is him just kind of having the ball high usage uh playing point guard running most of their actions running pick and rolls which he still can do but he doesn't demand it where he could kind of just play his defensive role, but also play spot up and then can kind of bounce off point guard duties if with Tyler, if it's potentially that type of lineup where they're both in the backcourt. So it does make a lot of sense for him to start. I think my instance, let's say where it's no, we're talking about the state of no Dame. Cause I feel like we have to do this every single podcast, no Dame or with Dame, no Dame. I think Caleb's off the bench. And I think it makes a lot of sense to stagger those two. Like if you could put Jay Rich or Caleb on the floor at all times, Gives you like a similar build and the guys that can kind of play from similar spots offensively, even though I don't think they're the same player and I could do they, they do a lot of different things. They do similar things defensively with the ways the positions they can guard. I think Caleb can guard up a little bit more, but offensively they do similar stuff. So the, the starting thing makes a lot of sense. He can bounce off a lot of these guys. Uh, I think what we we've talked about, you know, I think we talked about Jay Rich on that that one episode where we did two man groups. And cause I think he makes a lot of sense with Jimmy. I think Jimmy's one of the underrated aspects with him just because we never, that's one of the guys we haven't seen him play for with because he was traded for him. So I think they can bounce off each other on both sides of the floor pretty well. I've said before, it makes sense defensively because what Jay Rich does best defensively is on ball and what J Jimmy Butler does best defensively is off ball and reading passing lane. So it almost feels like a perfect fit. So I think you're going to see those guys' minutes kind of glued together at some points in the regular season because I feel like that's going to be one of those things where we're sitting here on podcast in the middle of the season looking at random defensive rating stats, two-man lineups, and they're going to be really good together. So uh, he just makes a lot of sense with a lot of different groups because he's an easy player to fit in with. You're muted. Alex, when Josh was traded, there was some concern from Heat fans that he was going to blossom in some way, that he, mm -hmm. he would show himself to be better. Josh familiar. Right. It never happens uh, when <laughs> players leave the Heat. And it didn't happen with him. And I just wonder, in your view, 
do you think that it didn't happen with him because there wasn't really much more to bring out that essentially he is a complimentary player, maybe not the projection. I don't think people were saying he was a superstar, but I, I think they started to see maybe a little bit more star quality and, and then ended up coming out in Philadelphia and Boston and New Orleans and Philadelphia and, uh, and San Antonio. Um, or do you think, again, it's a result of not being here? Mm, well, I think to some extent, it's a little bit of both. And the reason I say that, not to sound like, you know, too much of a cop-out answer is I, I do think what you're saying is true on both ends. It's like, yeah, I think he did cap out as, like you said, uh, just a complimentary role player who, I, you know, I wouldn't call him an elite role player, but I, I guess you can call him, you know, a, a, a very good one, right? Who I think if he was a little bit more offensively consistent, this would, you know, this would be a kind of a grand slam at the veteran minimum. And even now, I think it's a home run at the least as a veteran minimum value. And and the fact that we're talking about this guy and like you're saying, people inside the organization are talking about this guy as a starter. Like it tells you something about where he stands with them. And um, I think it is unfortunate that he's kind of bounced around so much because he hasn't done so great everywhere. But I do think, like you said, he is very complimentary. He's been here before. And I, I do think he fits a pretty clean role, whether or not, Dame is here and I know we might talk about that later on but I just do I think right now with the team as it stands they're they're pretty deep and they can go they can do a lot of different things with the rotation but I think the cleanest way to probably incorporate most of the guys you want to with the minutes that they probably deserve aka like how do you play both Kevin Love and Thomas Bryan you know uh, how do you fit in the other front court players for example is to start one of those bigs right with Love or Bryant and like Brady was talking about, you stagger Caleb and Josh. Although I'm definitely not against starting Josh and Caleb together. That'll be right. But um, I, I think the more likely route is, you know, you see those units throughout a game. But um, Love probably plays to, to start the game, as we talked about before, maybe gets the Myers role. And I think Josh is just a cleaner fit, probably the easier fit into the starting lineup. But again, I've said before, I, if they want to start Caleb at the two, bring Josh off the bench, I'm okay with that too. Um, I just think they have a lot of depth right now and Josh would serve them, you know, really well in either way. Brady, the three point shooting with Josh, we saw it when he was a rookie, he came up from the G league and he had this month. He just went nuts. I mean, he was the best three point shooter in the league, uh, for about a month. It flattened out a little bit. Um, but it's been pretty good on moderate attempts, uh, over the past couple of years. I would assume that if he's going to be in that starting lineup with Dame or with Tyler, he's going to have a shooter next to him. Uh, but Jimmy's a non-shooter, at least from deep. Bam's a non-shooter from deep. I don't know that they're going to do high volume with Kevin Love or whoever else is there at the four. Do you expect that Spo is going to try to get uh, Josh's attempts up from deep? And how do you think that will play from an efficiency standpoint? Yeah, I don't know if it's even going to be Spo trying to get his attempts up, but I think he's naturally just going to have attempts up because this is the best potential three-point shooting role he's going to have in his career. Like, with thinking back to the Miami stint, it was a lot of tougher looks in these other systems. He wasn't prioritized as a role player. This is a scenario where he's going to be prioritized as a role player, uh, and you are kind of have three or four guys that are going to be more on ball than him that are going to basically be creating and kind of forcing those looks, and he's going to be – I, I thought it was weird when we were comparing him to like Max's role and these type of roles because he's not that like he's not just a set shooter, 
but he has shot the ball decently well. And he's even since joining Miami, since leaving Miami, he shot close to 40% multiple seasons. Like he's shot the ball really well. Uh, and we know what happens whenever they come back to Miami. The question is not as much, I guess, on the three point shootings. I feel like the spot up's going to be there. I just wonder about the kind of the high pick and roll pull up shooting and a lot of that stuff, like with the ball in his hands type of shooting, because he did a lot of that previously too. I think that's what's going to decrease. And the spot ups is what's going to skyrocket to your point. Uh, and then the question is, I guess, because I think one of the, his best attributes that was we, what we especially saw in Miami was the like the mid range stuff. And I wonder how much of that he that Spo's going to control. Like I feel like that's going to think, be the thing that either he either pulls back or he pushes forward. But I think it depends actually if Tyler's in Miami or not. Because if it's the Tyler scenario, that that's a lot of mid range shots to go around because they have a lot of drop killers kind of get to those spots. Dame obviously can do that as well if it's the Dame scenario, but it's more so higher pick and rolls, more three-point pull-ups than mid-range pull-ups. It's a lot more of that where they're going to say to ourselves, okay, Josh, maybe you can get to those spots and get kind of set those looks up for us in certain sets. So I think it depends on what the roster look like. And once again, every single podcast we do, we have to say depending on the roster. But uh, the three-point shooting is the one variant that does not change no matter what roster we're talking about. The three-point shooting is going to be needed either way. I think they're going to get it either way just because of the – when we look at his track record, he has been – efficient with the way he shot and now he's in the best scenario possible and he is 30 years old now too he is a different player from when he left and i i think and this is what i want to get into after the break i think a smarter player in some situations because of some of the circumstances he's been in and i want to get to that because i feel like the criticism of josh when he was here was that he would make that play down the stretch that you just didn't understand uh, what what he was doing. And this is a guy who's like a high IQ person in general, but the basketball IQ sometimes was lacking in comparison. There's a lot of players who are the opposite. He tends to be that. So I want to get into that uh, after the break. I do want to mention a couple sponsors of the five reasons sports network, our friends over at water cleanup of Florida. They're your friends. If you have leaks or mold damage, a water damage, any of that kind of stuff, reach out to them after a problem, but also reach out to them before you have a problem because we know the insurance companies don't always take care of everything for you. Check out WCUFL.com. That's WCUFL.com. That's Water Cleanup of Florida. Michael Robert and his team, they'll take care of everything for you. But again, they've got this great preventative program. Again, insurance claims typically do not cover the damage due to a lack of primary maintenance. So get that primary maintenance done. They've got over 75 star reviews. On Google, the phone number, Michael, 954, that's 954, based in Boca Raton, but it's 954-579-0356. That's 954-579-0356. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today 
to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you've got the schmutz, I want one of you in here. They've got the guts. There you go. I guess Brady has no guts. All right, reach out to WCUFL.com. Uh, Michael Robert and his team. Also, Better Edge, use the code 5RSN. It's the code 5RSN. Get $20 to play. This is legal sports betting. We also run the competitions. We get those up every Tuesday. You can beat the guy uh, who's who's in charge, who's the pacer this week. It was Tony Schwartz. The week before, Sean Rochester. Maybe it'll be me this week. $20 to play in our contest for only 10 bucks. and this is legal sports betting. So go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. Let me get to that part, Alex, because one of the criticisms of Josh was he'd step out of bounds at the end of the game. He'd make a pass you really couldn't understand. Do you think if, if he's a closer with this team, but it's not on him, it's it's on Jimmy, it's on Bam, and maybe it's on Dame and or Tyler. Um, are you more comfortable with Josh in those situations? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do think, you know, um, you know, in a scenario where there is no Dame, because like Brady said, you always got to couch it with that. Just to be clear, there's going to be um, closing lineups with like the ones I mentioned before with him and uh, Caleb on the floor together. And then, you know, maybe it's Tyler, maybe Kyle's having a good game. Almost definitely it's going to be Tyler there along with Jimmy and Bam. And I think because of that, it's just perfect, right? Like the ball is not going to be in his hands. I, I think there's going to be times where, you know, maybe he gets it with – um you know, what in, in the clutch time, but the plays are not going to be for him. He's not going to be the ones creating. At most, he'll get it when the defense is bent, um, you know, second side. He's going to be the one attacking off closeout, similar to what Caleb has done. I think that's the type of role that fits him really well. You know, attacking the catch. He, him and Caleb don't attack in the same way, but like Brady was alluding to there, he gets into the mid-range game with some of that stuff too. I think like if teams close out hard, he, he'll, he can, you know, flow into – that mid-range pull-up, which, by the way, you know, he's been – that's one thing he's been really consistent with, you know, his whole career. It hasn't always been great offensively, like – um, but the mid-range stuff has been in a pretty, you know, like 70th or higher percentile for pretty much throughout his whole career other than the first couple of seasons. So that includes, you know, the the four other – four or five other teams he's been on since he left Miami and all, you know, different types of roles. And I, I do think, like, he you look at the the on and off data for when he was with the Spurs in particular for two different seasons he was you know they were much better in both seasons when he was on the floor than not and that's kind of a weirder one just because it's such a bad team and not that they were like great or anything with him on but they were much better in both of his stints there because there wasn't two back-to-back seasons and you know I just find that to be interesting I think there's he's he's got some stuff to his game that I wonder how they're going to get to other than the mid-range pull-ups like I, I think I don't know how much of the the three point pull ups we're gonna see. I, I think 
um, you know, kind of consistent with his career is that most of his threes are assisted. The, the 90, 90% or more throughout his career, the threes are assisted. And I think that's why it's going to be such a great role for him because it's he's going to be put right into the box that he probably should be. And I'm not, I'm really not trying to talk down on him because I think he, he outplayed like the expectations in that time with the heat when he had the ball in his hands. I think he did. He, he wasn't great. We saw that he, he wasn't meant to be in that role, but it did help develop like getting those reps. It develops that IQ. And obviously he's just bounced around ever since. I think he's going to come back probably more sharpened, you know, more solid and just a better fit for that role, even than he was, um, back then and I, and I just think now like without that playmaking burden it's it's going to be a nice sweet spot for him and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a consistent closer along with Caleb along with Tyler etc like I think that would be the lineup if there's no Dame I've done this again consistently on this podcast where I mute myself which I know a lot of people want me to do I apologize it's been a long long off season. Uh, let's close here. Uh, we talk a lot about if there's no Dame or if there is Dame. But the other question is if there's no Caleb. If if there's no Caleb, like in other words, Dame is here, do they need another wing along with Josh? Or can he handle most of those responsibilities himself? I mean, the question I'd have to follow up with is who's here? <laughs> like, I feel like that's the big question right. because Haywood, I think, is – I keep saying, I think, because I asked the question on Twitter the other day, because I feel like we keep having a discussion of what the rotation is with this roster right now. And I feel like people are like forgetting about how big of a role Haywood would have, because he's like outside of most people's 10 man rotations when you lay it out on paper. And I don't believe that's the case. Like, I think mm -hmm. he's getting regular, regular season minutes. So if you're talking about another, if Caleb's gone, I think Haywood is getting even more minutes. And then if maybe if Jaime is still around in a potential deal or something like that, I think Jaime could be a guy that could potentially get minutes. So I don't know. I, I don't think they have a wing problem because they had a wing problem in previous years. Like we've talked about that, that they needed more wing defenders or, or certain type of three and D creators or some, something along those lines. They have that now and they, they really do. So they can kind of move those things around. But I think Haywood's the guy that I think makes the most sense for uh, comparing to Caleb. Like I think I compare Haywood to Caleb more than I compare Jay Rich to Caleb, just because I'm just thinking about the defensive aspect. Because mm -hmm. if, if you have Dame, you have offense. You have, you have three guys that can get you an offense. If you still have Tyler around, you still have offense. Like, you have enough to go around. You just need role players that are going to play defensively, and Haywood can replace that. So he's the guy that I think makes the most sense. So I don't know who they'd have to go and kind of move around to go get. All right, well, we'll see how it goes. I will say this about Josh and, and why I think that this is exciting for Heat fans. Um, I don't think his skills declined. I just think he was in a bunch of situations where – he was expecting it to be something different. I think in a couple of them, Philadelphia, when I would talk to media members who cover the Sixers, they would say to me, Josh is always complaining about things here. And that stuff would get up to the front office. And he was always complaining about things there because they weren't doing it the way that they did in Miami. I just think the comfort level of him being home, him playing with Bam, him being in a more defined role, him not being expected to carry the load like he did with Miami, but also not kind of being cast to the side like he was in a couple of other places or playing for a team, say, in San Antonio. I know Pop had a good experience with him, but playing in a situation in San Antonio where they really weren't trying to win, they were pivoting to tanking and Wemby and all that, <clears throat> I think that this is going to be really good for him. And I think people are underrating what his impact is going to be. I think his impact with Dame or without Dame is going to be significant for this team. This is not just for the vibes. You know, we talk about Goran is a little bit for the vibes here at this stage. 
Josh is 30. I think Josh has two or three more uh, really good high-level role player years in him. And the chance to start for a contending team is a big thing. And to play with players like Jimmy, uh, who he doesn't have to kind of live up to at this point, he can just compliment, as Brady's talked about. I think he's going to be really good this year. All right, quick episode. We will do more as Dame, as Dame News happens. Uh, check us. Check out our sponsors, Better Edge, Prize Picks, Water Cleanup of Florida, and subscribe to Off the Floor. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.